0: Hello, Russell here. I'm excited to share some of my conversation with Duncan Trussell. It's like 10 minutes of it coming up now. Duncan Trussell, do you know him? He does that show Midnight Gospel on Netflix. He's on Joe Rogan's podcast, a Bunch. He's fantastic on there. He was in Kirby Enthusiasm and stuff like that. And the Duncan Trussell Family Hour is a brilliant podcast. Um, in this bit that we're giving you for free in order to entice you to subscribe to Luminary and get my podcast along with Karamo's and Lena Dunham's and Rain Wilson and Reza Aslan's brilliant podcast then um, that we can have this bit for free this bit we're talking about being human is an embarrassing thing it's a Buddhist notion it's embarrassing to be a far-arse spit-producing human we're all embarrassed of our mimsies and our whimsies our glands and our hands so uh, have a listen to this and, and he's talking about he's enormous love for his kids he's a brilliant man he's deep and he's open to magic. Have a listen. You can get a subscription to Luminary for as little as 2.99 a month. That's in Americano dollary doodos. And that's for uh, their annual plan. You can get a seven day free trial anytime. Visit luminarypodcast.com to start your free trial right now. Now. Come. Oh, uh, it's not available in all markets. Subject to local currency terms apply. If you're you thought there weren't gonna be no terms, there's terms, there's terms. Trying to achieve equality with the annihilation of category is not a no, successful that, rule. Yes, that's, that, that's exactly right. We're in this era where it turns out we were never the boss. It doesn't look like an ideology. What's beneath the surface of people we admire, of the ideas that define our time, the history we are told. And welcome to Russell Brand. Under the skin one of the things that interests me about people that are experienced with psychedelics is it's a sort of an almost a postmodern and somewhat sophisticated way of talking about god without you know the the sort of automatic recourse to atheism that sort of seems to be the dominant mentality in like what we might call like the chattering classes or the in intellectual circles that is considered sort of dumb to believe in god i love you <laughs>
1: The chattering classes, (laughs) The automatic recourse to atheism? (laughs) I'm I'm taking that forever. The automatic... I'm sorry to cut you off. Please continue. Beautiful terms. I just wanted to underline (laughs) Fantastic and thank you.
0: Oh, I don't mind being interrupted to be complimented. That's like, you know, normally an interruption. That's a a real assault to my little ego. But to underline something I've said, well, that's feeding the ego further. Yeah, like that... you know i felt for a long while that space has been ceded to materialism and rationalism precisely because of the huge um, measurable advances in say medicine and technology but at the expense of areas where we have stagnated as a species spiritual evolution compassion compassionate evolution and i i wonder if do, do you believe that, say, plant medicine, psychedelics can be sort of a, an aspect of the revivica- revivification of sacred principles that I believe are a requirement if we're ever to burst out of the bubble of materialistic rationalism that's enclosed us for not just in the m- modern era of the last, you know, post-Clinton where there, there's no left anymore, but, but from,
1: realists from the, from the Enlightenment onwards? Yes, I do. I mean, I think that any any method, whatever it may be, that gives you even the most temporary uh, remission of your identity is going to produce a a lifetime of transformation for you. It's a very, you know, uh, Prabhupada, the founder of the Hare Krishna, has described being human as an embarrassing situation. (laughs) And (laughs) And it is. It's quite embarrassing. And, and you, um, there's so much that goes along with it. You know, like like your, your ego gets bruised, but not just that. You've, you have to have bowel movements. You have to piss. You have to keep drinking water. And there's this weird feeling of like, well, we have to eat. So we're always being driven by this need for food. And then, you know, all the other stuff that goes along with being human. It's really embarrassing. And if you think this is all there is, then you are going to start having a really bad trip. It's no different from when you are getting that feeling that you're never going to come down. And so in this sense, except there is some ominous thing called death, it's some random time that's going to happen where you just suddenly stop being high on the human condition altogether. And that's equally terrifying because we have this amnesia and it's all we've known. And so, you know, I, I think that earlier times... There were periods in humanity. Terrence McKenna, uh, there's a great book, I believe it's called The Archaic Revival, where he talks about the, uh, you know, ancient cultures that were, uh, he creates a differentiation between what he calls dominator culture, and uh, I think partnership cultures where, and, and dominator cultures tends to be patriarchal, partnership cultures tend to be matriarchal, and so if you look back at mushroom cults, they often have along with them what appears to be a reverence for some for the goddess you see that the pregnant woman figurine the worship of the pregnant the feminine form and so uh his premise is that psychedelics instantly connect you to that specifically what he calls exo pheromones you know psilocybin ayahuasca these are literally the you know because plants communicate with each uh, with each other using some kind of chemical release which are known as exo pheromones and so his premise is that uh, cannabis, psilocybin, and ayahuasca, any naturally occurring psychedelics are actually communication nodes that the earth is sort of perspiring into the human consciousness to communicate a message regarding our place in the universe and to hopefully compel us to become less destructive. Uh, and so that that's a beautiful way of, of looking at it is that these psychedelics are, are sort of letters from planet earth to the human psyche regarding what we actually are and in between that uh, realization of what we actually are we have this periods in history that are telling us something completely different you're just a bundle of atoms you're just a brain you're just matter you know do you know bob thurman oh yeah like uma Thurman is that buddhist guy Yes, he, he was at this Ram Dass retreat and I'm pretty sure he thought I was you for a couple of days. He was calling me Russell, and I was flattered, but he's brilliant. He's, he's this wonderful Buddhist scholar and he talks about how for humans did we get to... on? Did, me, did I get on with Bob
0: Furman when I was you? when you was me for a retreat? Did you build me a Listen, good relationship?'t want or when I, I see think... him? Is he going to yep. go get out of my sight) <laughs>
1: I thought you meant, do we make love? <laughs> uh, the, the, <laughs> no, not a Ram well, you know, retreat.
0: I don't assume that you're going to make love to Uma Thurman's dad. Well, you should come to a Ram Dass retreat. retreat. <laughs> <The,
1: laughs> well, the, anyway, the what he was saying is to really pull off, to successfully pull off guilt-free eco-destruction, you need to establish a purely materialistic form of everything. Because if you do that, you can dump oil in the ocean because who gives a fuck? It's just a bunch of atoms, right? Who cares? This thing is just a, not even a mistake. It's not because a mistake would require a sentient force to create it. It's just some temporary coalescing of atomic particles that have complexified into what we are right now and basically just figure out a way to get as much food in your stomach and to fuck as much as you can. Build some nice shells and then die and go into nothingness forever. This is the this is the mind state we need for exploitation to work guilt free. Brilliant. And so that's man, he's brilliant. I love him. And you know, I think that these psychedelics they instantly eradicate the ability to have that mind state because what are you going to do when you connect to the you know, godhead or whatever you want to call it? It's very hard after that to be as exploitive as you were before.
0: Duncan, when you uh, explain that, it m- helps me to remember that what we have done is acculturated our appetites, the appetites that are just there to ensure the survival of the vehicle that we're in, like eat food or the vehicle will shut down, have sex or there, you know, that'll be the end of the line. We have, in a sense, uh, deified through culture those impulses. We've sort of sanctified them. In one way, the question is not. Whether or not there is a divine, it's where we apply our divine impulse to, what we apply our divine attention to. And currently, and as you've very articulately just described, where that deification lands is on, you know, we need food, we need to consume, it falls uh, onto materialism, we're treating it like it is a god we have yeah we have nominated and do revere false idols you know that um sort of christian idea from uh c.s lewis he talks about like he's uh, he's in his book mere christianity He makes a sort of a case from for christianity having previously been an atheist in which he sort of offers as the main tenet of this argument like even though you might say like that you know there's one culture where a person can marry five people and another culture where a person might marry one person there is you know varieties and ethics and moralities in which there is variation he goes there are no cultures where a person will be applauded for running away in battle there's no culture where it's cool to let all your friends down saying that that, that what is this thing and I've had this conversation with atheists many times he's like I'm not saying you need a god in order to be good you need A dominant ideal that you're aspiring to attain in order to be good. I'm saying, what the fuck is good? How come, how come Mm. when you sort of Uh. see an image of like oil being, you sort of something, you go, that's not right. (laughs) Who is that
1: in there? (laughs) What is that? (sighs) What a great, what a great question. I think that 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 is a question that's worth many incarnations exploring that question and uh, looking into the not just what is good, but the, whenever we see a thing that we think is good, the, the almost, um, the almost robot like reaction to it, where you, you try to grab it. It's a, um, God, there's these great videos on YouTube of people sort of tormenting raccoons. They give them sugar cubes and, you know, raccoons wash their food. And so you give a raccoon a sugar, a sugar cube, and it'll try to wash it. And then it disappears in the water and the raccoon is like, what the fuck? I just, The food has just vanished. It, it was just here and now it's gone. And I can't think of a better symbol for the situation of a human being encountering that good that you're talking about. You try to grab it, you put a fence around it, protect it, whatever it is that you try to do to hold on to it. And then before you know it, it's just gone. And that's an incredibly frustrating experience that must be a result of, I guess you could call it ignorance, which is a really sweet and sad thing humans do. Which, God, I don't know why I'm like going all Hari Krishna on you right now, uh, Russell <laughs> I want you to <laughs> shave your head, Russell. <laughs> but uh, the 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 you know one of the descriptions given regarding what you're talking about is: imagine if you were addicted to heroin. I was You got hit. In, okay, but imagine if you got hit in the head. Oh. And woke up in the hospital with amnesia. Uh, but you were completely addicted to heroin, but you didn't know what could fulfill this need that you had. And so suddenly you might find yourself like drinking shit tons of, I don't know, booze, you know, finding, getting into sedatives, like this weird sort of like instinctual search to get back to heroin. Well, this is the reverse of that, which is that we're born with this strange form of amnesia. And yet, still inside of us is this desire to connect with God, to come home, as it's called. And so, there's the the compulsion to fuck, to get high, to get money, to get power. These are all attempts to try to go home. And every and the frustrating thing is, every time you get to whatever the particular. Um, imaginary home that you thought was going to give you what you found, what well, they call it, chasing the dragon is y- you realize this isn't doing anything for me. I've heard comedians. I never got to do it, but there's a, they talk about after the tonight show, you want to kill yourself. Like you finally, you know, you've been doing stand up so much. You have a great set on the tonight show. This is an old, this is an antiquated idea. <laughs> You're back at the hotel room. You just did it. You were of your great set, but now what? Now what? What are you going to do now? You you the thing you've been working on for so long, you got it. And now what? You're just in the hotel room watching forensic files, looking at your phone and you're just where you were before. And so this is that frustrating quality. Maybe that's the circuitry that drives addiction, mm. which is why, you know, I love people who've struggled with addiction uh because they're you know saints basically like if you run into any addict it's like you're definitely hanging out with someone who is an intense devotee uh almost practicing bhakti yoga well that was me and duncan trussell augmenting
0: a friendship i uh, first heard him on rogan but i watch midnight um gospel all the time and i urge you to do the same thing it's really weird I watched it yesterday. I was watching it. My kid likes it as well. It don't seem to matter if you can't understand the more cerebral content. You just enjoy the visuals. Anyway, uh, you can talk to me on in any of the social media site of your choosing and I will do my level best to respond to you and care for you. Uh, we'll be back next week with someone who's too secret to even begin to mention to you not least because we don't know who they are yet if you want to listen to some old episodes do there's amanda palmer there's frankie boyle check my youtube channel every single day of your life until your final exhalation for new spiritual videos i couldn't love you more i'm just too selfish no i couldn't love you more because it's abundant if you enjoyed that conversation join me over at luminary for the latest episode of under the skin go luminarypodcast.com start your free trial see you there